He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeo and Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. We are here very leaned back after a long Sunday. I traveled the entire beginning of the day. Sean just was Sean. We're going to recap FCS football week nine, which featured a crazy outcome for Idaho versus Montana State in South Dakota State, completely bludgeoning to death the University of South Dakota. We've also got some takeaways for some other top teams that lost. Shocking. Everyone is losing their goddamn minds in the comments of my ballot. Not at me somehow. They're all arguing with each other, which I think is an accomplishment that I've reached that level of controversial that people debate one another in my... Kyler's going ham right now. Kyler's just going at everyone, and I love it. I love it when Kyler does it. Sean, before we get to this, can you share with our listeners where they can make some money at Bet Online? Yeah, I'd like to. Uh, How come... (laughs) Craig was giving me some some flack for posting. I post mine on like a little later in the week. So I let you take all the heat. And then Jamie, (laughs) Jamie's like, Hey, it's a pretty good strategy. So all the, all the vitriol is launched at Joe and I could just have my nice little ballot and, you know, just, just hanging out basically. By the way, the FCS fans are not going to rattle me because what I get on my FBS show does not even come close to what, what some Mm. of the FCS fans try to throw at me. But uh, yeah, whatever you were saying. Let's talk about betting. Let's talk about right now. What's taking place right now, Joe, as we are taping Monday night football, Sunday night football. Way to be, Sean. Got got some action out there. Need Keenan Allen to score a touchdown. Need Dante Foreman to score a touchdown. Got some, I need eight receptions some for stuff Keenan going Allen. On. Eight. Yeah, over seven that's, and a half. That's ballsy. All right. Well, Joe is Joe is feeling himself. Uh, and he took the He's got three already. Okay. Well, I hope he may. I hope it wins for you. Uh, regardless, if you want, <laughs> that was I'm one sorry, of those bets. I accidentally placed it twice, by the way. So I really need to hit. <laughs> if, uh, if you want to get in on the action, have funny discourse and banter like me and DeLeon right here. See, I'm calling them DeLeon because we're nice and comfortable with each other oh. and to bet online today, get in on the action. <laughs> hey, Joey D, would you pipe down while I'm doing my read? Finish <laughs> the read. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive 50% of your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Forget how much the wheels come off whenever we record as late as possible. All right, box score takeaways from week nine, Sean. And as we remember from last week, we're now going to name every single game. So the pat on the head game of the week. Montana, they beat Northern Colorado 40 to nothing. Good job, guys. Good offensive production. So we're just bringing this up because this isn't kind of a meaningless win. It's a win that you would hope would be the outcome here. They get their pat on the head because they get mad when we don't talk about them. So the Grizz, here you guys go. You got your win. It's a lot of points. It's pretty good. Nice little pat on the head for him. That's fair. Maybe I'll shut them up for another week. (laughs) Oh, no, it won't. (laughs) Uh, The... Oh, do you have any other thoughts on that? I just can't wait to hear what Guide Life has to say. Oh, if you couldn't tell, I was being sarcastic in the comments. I'm really a funny dude. I'm I'm sure. (laughs) We can't tell. You say some nasty things. The, uh, right. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, guys, it was sarcasm, but go fuck yourself. (laughs) 
No. I bet Sean's never had sex before, but our, sarcasm though, guys. Our reactions should should be able to, to show you we're not getting it. Your brand of humor, we're not on the same page. I don't think anyone's getting it. Um, the reality is a bitch score of the week, game oh, of the sure. week. Western Carolina loses to Mercer 45 to 38. Injuries are starting to catch up with these guys. Uh, defensively, there's some weaknesses that have been clearly shown. I think that they make the playoff, but they will not be seeded at this point. Yeah, Western Carolina, weird game, tough game. Still, I, I, if you have, uh, I had to leave Cole Gonzalez off the list because he had three picks, which hurts. Ugh. That hurts. Their losses have come from turnover problems, uh, but he still had 388 yards and five touchdowns. So I was close. So don't. Please don't. We're not at that segment yet. But I'm sorry. I think he might be a dude. He really might be a dude if he's still uh, throwing the ball like that. Going to give him some life. Going to give him some hope. Uh, But still, reality's tough. The Those Guys Have Family score of the week. SIU beats the piss out of Western Illinois 63 to nothing. What? Y'all should have, when point thirty five hit the board and they clearly weren't trying, yeah. take a knee every down. We we sat through a game where that happened when JMU put 80 on us, and it was disrespectful for them oh. to start kneeling in the third quarter. Kneel at halftime. You forget, it wasn't 80, it was 84, and we had seven oh. points. And I had five family members oh. and my girlfriend in the stands. Oh, for the first game, I think I dressed in college football. They they were generous enough to fly me down there for that spanking in front of all my loved ones. That, that, that's one where where your parents disown you and your girlfriend breaks up I'm with just, you, even though you didn't play in the game. I think my granddad, he had a line that just sucked the air out of my chest. He's like, boy. And it wasn't even mean. It just it just hit like a granddad phrase does. He's like, boy, it just wasn't your day today, was it? I'm like, oh. <laughs> Uh, no, no, granddad, it wasn't. It's just. By the way, we did get another text from Kevin. We, Kevin texted in the in the in the granddad oh. chat again. He texted again. He texted after the game. We heard from him again. We still don't know who he is. Um. All right, do you have any thoughts on the fantastic saga? Do you have any other thoughts on SNU? What am I supposed to say about this? It's the these guys have families. It's a huge game for SIU, who has put together a pretty solid season and a team that has fluttered a little bit up and down at least on my polls but they can catch it and nick baker can compose himself and 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 run that offense like he's supposed to it's it's a good team siu is a good team it's not one of those teams you're like oh i don't i don't want to play them right now but it's a good team that's going to put up a fight every game the hey what the hell are you guys doing score of the week ut martin loses to gardner webb 38 to 34 look I didn't think that UT Martin was going to be like a top 10 team. Their resume is kind of weak, but I thought that they were good enough to like finish at that 12 mark and run the table. They got some good defensive pieces, but Gardner Webb, man, you you guys had it. You guys had it and you blew it. What the hell are you doing? I'm not sure. I've never been a huge proponent of Gardner Webb. Or their team, I, I haven't. I just haven't gotten it. Admittedly, I'm not tuning into a ton, ton of Gardner Webb games. I'm not, and I'll own that. Well, what the hell is going on, UT Martin? You guys are putting together a pretty solid resume. 
competing hard. It's late October. These are the games you need to win to carry yourself into November. Now it's going to get cold and the practices are going to hurt more and the games are going to matter more. So let's see where they go from here, I guess. The why were they ranked in the first place score of the week? Central Arkansas loses to no, Tarleton. No, no. Central 20... Arkansas is Central Arkansas is fine. Central, I, I I don't agree with this this game title. <laughs> 20, 25 to twenty three. I didn't rank them because you they ranked Tarleton. Ranked. No, I didn't. I never ranked Tarleton. Didn't you have them at twenty five? Oh no, that's Tennessee State. Tennessee okay, State's that's good. Better. That's better. Tennessee I know good. Tennessee State has a, a fat stats uh, uh, coming up. Kark sucks. Kark sucks. Uh, last Kark one. has been good. They've they've had a they've had a good. Se- I think I haven't beaten I think anyone I've continuously. I, I think I might be the might have been the highest. And I dropped them. I dropped them heavy. I'm gonna take them off. Uh, I dropped them heavy. The uh, they can't keep getting away with the score of the week. UC Davis <laughs> loses to Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona is the Utah of the Big Sky. They stink. But you know what? They play a ranked team. They turn into the University of Georgia. Dude. They just <laughs> blow past everyone. Where was this? Here, you know what I had to do, which was super embarrassing. After this, I actually looked up Northern Arizona's schedule. I'm like, do I need to rank them? <laughs> because I know they have some crazy ass wins over some good teams. I'm sitting here like. No, I can't. They're three and five. I'm I'm counting up the beginning yeah. of the year. They started zero and four. They lost they to Northern to... Colorado. They yeah, lost. This is to... what I was doing. I was doing this. They lost to Northern Colorado, North Dakota, Utah Tech. They lost to yeah. Utah Tech, and Damn then they it. also Damn almost almost beat Sac State. They lost to Portland State. Yeah, and then they beat we. I, it, it is befuddling. I. I I can't figure them out. Um, all right, oh, Jones. Oh, oh, oh briefly. Ahead. I had something yes. briefly. Um, I might have two brief things. One thing, I'm going to rub it in your face, my Portland State victory, uh, because you said that I was a loser and a dope, and they pulled it out over Iwu. Uh, so I'm going to ring that bell. Yeah, apparently the president did line up in the A-gap and completely <laughs> blew up <laughs> the Eastern Washington offensive line. I spoke too soon. Second, briefly. I- I guess, I mean, should I, I can give a brief recap of where I was this weekend. I know you were at an FBS game. I was at an FCS game. Yeah. William and Mary still doesn't, uh, no, no, no. Tell us about the William and Mary vibe. What was it like? William William and Mary, there were, it was a good amount of people there. There should have been more. It's just not a football school, which is a bummer because that team plays hard. And that team was down to Monmouth and Monmouth had all the momentum William Mary had a crazy fun win, and uh, it was it was just an insane ending on a blocked field goal. Uh, and, and their kicker, you'll appreciate this, and I'll talk about Jaden Sheridan in a minute, who's legit. Uh, their kicker, we saw it earlier. He's a tall kicker, and he kicks very uh, 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 flat PATs. Mm. Like, he's, he's not putting enough air under it. And we're like, that's odd. You know, he had a line drive there. Maybe he just caught it. He caught it like that a couple times. And they're in PAT range for the, for the for the game tying kick in the fourth quarter. Hits it the same way flat. Some D lineman gets his big hand up there, knocks it down. Game one. So special teams oddity cost Monmouth from their big, tall, lanky kicker who kicked it too flat. But uh-huh. Jaden Sheridan has 
incredible speed. He yes. was a problem. Yeah. He yeah. is a problem. And I try not to do this when I go to games where when I see them in real life, I try not to get swept up and be like, oh, I'm really watching him now. I'm really seeing him. This guy's legit because I'll do, I'll do that. And the South Dakota State is a bad example because they have some legit dudes. This guy is just different on the field than the other players. And he stands out whenever he touches the ball. And that is an indicator. I mean, there are good players on that field. William Mary has good players. I got, I got to watch Charles Grant a lot. He's he's good. He still needs in person. Still needs about he's, 15 he's on his frame. so lean. His feet are great. His yeah. technique is good. And I'm watching him all game like, oh, man, he's so close. So close, but he just needs more. Sheridan, unbelievable in person. One of the best running backs mm. I've seen. I've seen a lot of college football games. One of the best I've seen in person. It, it's a shame that he's not having that same level of year that he had last year. And you, you kind of would have expected that to happen where there's been some roster turnover. So for them to be as good, it was going to be difficult. But no, he's I had fun watching him. I think that he'll get an NFL shot. I think it's realistic. I don't know if he gets drafted because he's it's going to be close. A, he's got a thin frame and he's one of those guys when he gets contact, he goes down. You know, he's not going to he's you're not, a smaller. Yeah. When you're a smaller back, you got to be like Bucky Irving and you got to just like bounce out of contact. He doesn't he doesn't have the lower half to really do that, but uh, he'll get a camp invite, you know. He might he might be the the like Jalen McLaughlin who I think yeah, Jalen McLaughlin the youngest It'll be similar. It'll be similar, I think. On the Broncos. Because I yeah. That tackling, he's not I, I expected him to be a smaller. He's not that small. But that's not his strength. His size isn't his, isn't his strength. It's his first cut. And then the burst afterwards, just to get away from whoever else is coming. And we have we have other games that are way more important to talk to than yes, yes, about yeah, the yeah. Monmouth. But it was just a quick analysis of me getting some boots on the ground at an FCS game. South Dakota State versus South Dakota, thirty-seven to three. I I actually I made a discovery. I wish more FCS teams did this. I'm sure someone in the comments can be like, "Well, actually, this is why." Blah blah blah. You shouldn't be doing this, and this is bad for the, the sport. Uh, they South Dakota State was live streaming the game through their Twitter. So I was before the the Notre Dame game, we were sitting at one of the, the bar right outside the stadium and I was kind of like chuffing through the games and checking them. And I went to go check the score and I sat and started watching the game on my phone before I went into the stadium and I actually caught a decent amount of it. Um when I did watch it, it was really close. It was like 7 to 3 I think when I tuned in and South Dakota State was playing really flat. Really really flat. South Dakota was putting up a little bit of a fight. And then that second half rolled around. The end of that second quarter rolled around where they went up 14 to three. And then they just completely blew the doors off of them. I tweeted this out. The gap that we have right now between South Dakota State and the rest of the teams is freaking massive. And we're going to talk about the Montana State game in a second. But I have not seen an FCS team this dominant in a very long time. Like this rivals. Those North Dakota State teams. And that shouldn't be a hot take. I'm sure that that irks some people. But they're up there. there I don't think never, you're far off. In the history of college football, there has never been a team this experienced with the amount of starters who returned for six years. And we're never going to see something like this again because of COVID eligibility. It felt like I was watching like JMU play a random FCS team. And that's the number four freaking team in the country. Yeah. That is supposed to be a good football team. It felt like they were flat and dicking around in the first quarter. And they said, all right, guys, let's stop playing around. And they just blew the doors off of them. That's a really good win. 
That is a freakish win that they pulled out. They haven't had a cupcake schedule either. All the yes. they keep playing good teams, and and I respect the hell out of it. They play, uh, they play Northern Iowa. They play the best South Dakota team that we've seen in years. They're going to play North Dakota State. They they play good teams, so there's no excuse made. There's no oh they opened up with Bowling Green, UNLV, Rutgers, and ECU. Right. You can't make that for the FCS level. They're getting tested consistently, which is. It's proof. It's just proof at this point. And if you're going to deny that, you can try to. But the more you look at it, the more you watch. It's like, well, how much can I drop South Dakota? Because they're playing the juggernaut. You're just, you're sitting. Right. It's just a question. And I, 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 I'm not trying. The same thing with North like, Dakota when we talked about them. Same thing. What do you do? I, I, we just, I, you just got to sit and watch and, and be impressed, I guess, because they they don't miss a beat and they beat the teams that are going to give them a genuine challenge. South Dakota was hot. They were a hot team, rolling, good offense, good defense, well coached. Went out there, got beat bad. Doesn't happen like that. It just doesn't happen like that often in football. And you can't say they were sleepwalking. Because nobody's sleepwalking against South Dakota State. You're always getting your their South Dakota State's always getting their best. South Dakota State was sleepwalking against South Dakota and still yeah. won 37 to 3. That's the absurdity of this. It's it, the funniest part is you just brought up the schedule thing. It's not like with Georgia, where they're just kind of figuring stuff out, coasting through their schedule. They have one of the toughest schedules in the country and they're accomplishing this. We yeah. have absolute proof that they're as good as they are. There is no debate. There is no discussion. And I haven't even really seen any discourse of like, oh, are they as good as you guys are making it out to be? No, they are. I think everyone is agreeing and in awe of what we're observing. Of course, we're going to say this and they're going to go lose to, you know, slappy university, but I, I they won't. South Dakota State, dude, we just kind of have to sit back, watch and observe and just be impressed on a week to week basis. I guess I, people get tired about hearing about the Chiefs. I, I and I get tired for other reasons, but it's just this was a huge matchup. It was a huge matchup that we needed to preview. It was a huge matchup because as little of a chance there was, it was as good of a chance that there was that they were to go down. If you recall, Sean, back a few years ago, North Dakota State received top 25 votes in the AP poll. I think we need to start pushing that agenda. Like in the in the FBS poll, I'm talking about North Dakota I, State. I, yeah. I think it was when they beat Iowa, they were brought up in the discussion. I think we need to start doing that with South Dakota State. I think that we need to bring that up. They're better than Liberty, and I said this before, and I got a little pushback, and Jamie didn't agree with it, but Jamie's offense is is fine. It'd be a hell of a game. It that, would be a yes. monster game. Go I, I hear something. Okay, go I, ahead, was go pitching, ahead. I was pitching my great uncle this this weekend because he is just so. Is, uh, my uncle Al is so into sports, college sports, every level, D two, D three, does not matter. He's worked in. He, he can't be more involved, and he's he's asked to tell. To, we're talking about JMU all weekend, and I told him, you know what? I know they're going to file the suit, and I know they're going to try to get a bowl game. If they don't, make your own. 
Go to Barstool. Go to Bleacher Report. Go to anywhere. It doesn't have to be first. It doesn't have to be Fox, CBS, NBC. It doesn't be any of that. Find an outlet that can get cameras. Pick an opponent. Get someone there. Host your own bowl game. The team will be up for it. There will be another team somewhere that will be up for it. Bring in South Dakota State if you want to. Figure it out. Well, South Dakota State's not going to play that because they're they're going to play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's what they should do. They should still have a bowl game. They should almost do the UCF bit where they were crowning themselves national champs. Hey, we're the we're the JMU Bowl champs. Sure, go ahead. Or we have the JMU Bowl. You know what the T-shirt sales would do? Oh man, they would go crazy. I think JMU to just troll everyone. They should just rent out their field. And they should just run around for an hour and then go leave the field. just against nobody. They should just go, go run plays that would on be air. Awesome also, yeah. I think would we should do, they should do not anything. a scrimmage. No, not, they not a team scrimmage, but you know, not do something on that field for uh, during we, bowl week. I think the national championship is at NRG Stadium in Houston. They should find a way that they can get on the field before the national championship and then run all their plays on air, offense, defense, sure. and then get off the field and record the whole thing and then put out the put out the video. That would be a really good idea. Okay, South Dakota State. South Dakota, insane outcome. Montana State, Idaho, did not go as expected because we. This is where our my whole mind is is just completely effed. And I knew my ballot was not going to be capably created without upsetting everyone. This is the hardest I've. I don't think that the ballot has ever been this difficult. I think that we got thrown into the fire this year last yeah, week. Oh, 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 just for a season. Yeah, yes. this is madness. This is this madness. is insane. Because every time that you're like starting to get footing and you're like, oh. Montana State is a hair behind South Dakota State, but they could maybe beat them if they played each other again, and we want to see that matchup. And here comes Idaho, and they pull out one of the most unexpected games ever where their defense plays at a level that I didn't know that they could play at because they've, Fantastic. Had, some, they've had some bumpy games so far this year. For what they gave up to Montana, that was concerning. The plays that they gave up to Montana was concerning. And I was a little bit retracting my thoughts on Idaho. I knew that they were seed worthy, but I wasn't willing to go back to the discussion of them being top three worthy. But now they're back in the convo. They're even in the convo for being the second best team in the country after they beat Montana State. But the problem is, is it's so hard to talk about them in that vein when they lost to Montana. So there's this constant just connecting. A minus tier. The A minus tiers, which I'm going to call them. Still fantastic. And I and we talked, we discussed it last week. We said they're going up against the number one offense in the FCS. Montana State was no joke all season. We're going to run the ball. We're going to score points. And Idaho came ready. And they came correct. And the Kibbe Dome was electric. And Coach Eck gave a great, it was just, it all lined up for them. And they played a hell of a ball game. And so did Montana State. This is a great game. This, give me this in the playoffs. Give me whatever I can get with these teams, with South Dakota State, Montana State, Idaho, and you could throw Furman in at four, which I think is how I have it. Or it's it's South Dakota State, Idaho, Montana State. I have Furman at two. I know. I saw. I noticed that. I don't even like that. You know what? Everyone's getting mad at me. I don't like it either. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't know what to do. I literally don't know what to do. Like I'm being, this sounds like helpless and like, I'm just being like, I'm, I'm moaning hard. It's harder than you think it is. If you're asking for a vote, it's hard as hell (sighs) because the problem is right now is that Furman's undefeated 
here's why I think it makes sense. Like, okay, like I, I, I'm obviously joking when I'm saying I don't know what to do. Furman is undefeated in FCS play. That to me is important. Idaho has a really good resume. That's why I put them at number three. But they do have a significant. They they have a loss in FCS play that has to be acknowledged. Furman also has some decent wins and a really good win over Western Carolina. And if they run yeah. the table, they're going to have to beat other good teams in their conference that are currently ranked to place them justifiably at the two spot. I, I think that the argument can absolutely be made. Um, the other thing in Montana State didn't drop them that far because I think they're still good. I think this is just a good team beating another good team. They're still great, man. And I, and I, they're still a great team. They're so impressive. And Idaho just they – were, they were – they played – you said on the show, Idaho needs to be perfect. And they basically were. That is. Yeah, no real turnovers or, that's or big as MAs. As you can get. And, you, you, and I'll give you credit. You said they have to be as locked in as you can be. They can't make the mistakes, and they didn't. So you, as we were marveling at South Dakota State, you have to marvel at Idaho and be like, that is a clean football game. That's what they had to do. That goofy uh, kicker for Montana State ends up missing the game tying field goal at the end of it. I, Montana State, this feels like something that is just a disturbing reality and an unsettling one that I think many Montana State fans might not want to come to grips with. Malott and Chambers are a very, very difficult unit to stop. But the problem is, is that when you've got two really good runners that are both average passers and you don't have a guy who can step up on third and long, third and medium, you're going to get caught up to. Someone's going to fi- figure it out. We kind of saw it a little bit against South Dakota State, but that's where Idaho won this football game. They did something that has not been capably done for the past two seasons. They found a way to push Montana State into these third and long situations and the, the the passing proficiency just wasn't there. And it kind of goes against what I said. I thought that they had really good, their, their passing rhythm was starting to be there, but it's clear that it's just a little bit, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not sitting here saying it's bad. I'm not saying that they've got a poor passing attack, but it's just not up to the level for us to justifiably place them in that unstoppable category. They can't go either or full, full speed is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, that's fair. I think I can't. Re- I know Montana State was really good on third down. I don't know how good they were on third and long. And it's going to sound like coach speak. Third downs are very important. Down. Third, first and third downs are massive. I don't care what your rate is on fourth down. That's a nut up or shut up play. No matter the down or distance. I, I do not. I genuinely do not care about fourth down conversion percentage. If you got a dumb head coach that wants to keep on going for it, he's just going to keep being a dumb head coach. If you're a team that can keep on making them, you're a team that can keep on making them. If you, it, it, the the most important f- fourth down c- conversion is the one that you're about to try to convert, in my opinion. Third no down, dropping my phone. Valuable way to way to make notice of it. The <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Just it's, it's, any, any by the way. Any, we've been around so many professionals, as interns in classes, to trying to learn professionalism. Yeah, we have. We have written the book on how to not be a professional. Oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, w- I would love to one day unpack that. There's, I've, I've never, <laughs> I've never seen Gresh go. 
Oh, welcome to the show. I messed it up. Wait, we're we're, li- we're recording? We're live? I never saw him do that. He, he knows that when the red light is on, we are on. <laughs> okay, I don't mess up when we go live live. I only do it when we're pre-taping. Still. St- but the book is Okay, like also, me. wait, wait. Also, I have been live and recording for two and a half hours straight with no breaks. Oh. I haven't got up from this chair. Uh, I got a cookie in my bag if you want it. Okay, screw you. What's the longest show that you've hosted not edited produced hosted what's the longest one that you've done two and a half hour, two hours and 45 minutes a cds okay. show bonus show yeah. yeah thick ones thick daddy shows yeah okay uh what yeah. were we saying there you go i don't know you dropped your That's... phone oh third down yeah third down yeah, yeah just... third down third down you're gonna you're gonna sit there and you're gonna hear coaches talk about how important they are that's because they are it, it, it's a crucial down, and as much as we want to avoid, you know, fourth down punting, we hate punting, we hate kicking field goals. Converting third and long is such a boost momentum-wise for your team. It's just a huge because if you're not on the sidelines in that game, and some fans that have really been around it, I'm not going to discredit them because they know it and they feel what I feel. It's like you got a, a a weighted vest on on third and long. If you're watching, if you're in it. And you're just sitting here like, all right, all right, I got this vest on. I just got to get it off. Once once I get this vest off, I can run fast. And if you if you don't make it, the vest stays on. And if you convert it, you take the vest off. You got a first and 10 and you're chilling. It's so valuable. Getting a third and seven, the third and 12 uh, uh, completion or great run or scramble. It's great. And Montana State wasn't able to do that very often. So Idaho was able to get that vest off quicker. In what appears to be, you always successfully, whenever it's been a long day, you always, you come, you come out swinging, you show up when it's been the longest day with your longest fat stats list. It's possible. not my choice. I, I, I left off so many players. It was a massive week for fat stats. Portland State. What the shit? Y- yeah. See, you don't need to read these. I already know who won. Joe, you're going to have to focus because a lot of FCS Joby. players name's Jovi. They went, to the, they went to the county fair, the FCS players in offense this I year. Made this a crude, week. I almost made a crude comment. Sorry. They continue. went to the way to be, man. They went to the county fair and they said, here's my shoe. Deep fry it. I'm fatter than all fat and I'm going to be on the fat stats list. I'll eat it. That's all what right, they're start saying. Re- start reading them. Giddy up. Giddy up. I mean, I, you, I, you, I, I'm you not really in a rush. to a bear on a unicycle. Now I am. I am. Sitting behind the cage, whipping you. <laughs> Dance you for us. Problems. <laughs> um, let's kick it off. I had, again, if I didn't get your team's player, I know they had a great game. A lot of guys had great games. Uh, NC Central quarterback, Davius Richard, 20, 18 for 27, 352 yards passing, five touchdowns. He had a pick, but he also had 26 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Seven touchdowns in the game, Joseph. Damn. Yeah. Drake running back Dorian Boyland, pretty good name. 29 carries, 190 yards, and three touchdowns. Dude, I think. Damn. Oh, there's a, I think Penn's quarterback had a good game. He has a great name. Uh, uh, I think it might be Aiden. Name. His name might be, off the top of my head, Aiden Sayan. I think you might be right. This <laughs> next name's great. This next one's great. Uh, Fordham, Fordham had a, a big three. 90s Cowboys game. He, this guy just had the best running back. Uh, Julius Lowridge, 25 carries, 211 yards, three 
touchdowns. UNH quarterback Max Brosmer, 41 for 60. Damn. Uh, 414 yards, two damn. touchdowns. He 31 rush yards and a touchdown against Rhodey. Too bad, jackass. You right. uh, uh, <laughs> Jaden McKenzie. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not him. <laughs> Regardless, Jade McKenzie, uh, 15 carries, 135 yards, and four touchdowns, including a game winner with a regrettable Stone Freeman call. I, I thought he had Oh, better. wait. Was it bad? I didn't see it. I thought he had a better club in his bag. He he fell into a a voice that I wish he hadn't fallen into because I know he's a, I, I, this, he's a good broadcaster. He's a good play-by-play. It just felt like a, a, a Westwood one. For the Rams to win it in overtime. They keep it on the ground. Touchdown, Rhode Island. Walk it off, Kingston. Your Rams take down the Wildcats. 34-28 in overtime. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's too it much air like in listen. there. Yeah. He's got a great voice. It's just too much air in there, right? Yeah. Uh, By the way, I got my Jim Fleming bobblehead. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see it. Put it up to the camera. This is the Fat Stats intermission. Look at that. Look at this idiot. Meg sent me a broken one, by oh, the way. Oh, sure. It came like this. It came broken, so it doesn't yeah. really bobble. It just kind of sits on top of it. Right. This is the, the Jim Fleming bobblehead. Wait, let's see if we get the focus on it. Hold on. No, it's looking at your stupid bobblehead, idiot. <laughs> it said, why is there two of them on the screen? Maybe if I... Like do this with my head. Hold on. Oh no, that's working. That's working. That's working. There we go. It's the worst show on the internet. Um, Doesn't look. You know what? For a for a FCS bobblehead, not bad. If it was professional organization, I would have preferred. I miss those fry those fried pickles at Muse. By the way, the head's broken though. Are you screaming now? I'm not screaming. (laughs) Your mic is so loud. Um. I don't know how to fix this. How Those fried pickles are awesome. <laughs> how do you think I get this fixed? Oh, let, here I love Handyman Joe. Let, <laughs> give me a couple. Give me a, two options right now of how to fix that for you right now. In your do you brain. think a hammer would work? <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue, fat stats. We're already we're already ten minutes too long. I know. I know. Uh, huh. Delaware running back Marcus Yarns. 13 carries, 63 yards, four touchdowns. He also had four catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown receiving. Get fat on him, Mr. Yarns. Monmouth running back Jaden Sheridan, uh, 21 carries, 251 yards, two touchdowns. North And those are in there because they did it on five catches. It's impressive. Uh, North Alabama quarterback Noah Walters, 29 for 52, 351 yards. Five touchdowns passing. He ran for 31 and had a score on the ground as well. Six total touchdowns. Pretty good. Austin P quarterback, Mike Delelio. Pretty sure. 20 for 25, 353 yards, six touchdowns passing. He went crazy on the beat. Charleston Southern wide receiver, Will. Here we go. Kakavitas. 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 There's two S. No, because there's a. Kakavitsis. Kakavitsis. There we go. Five catches. Kakavitsis. 169 yards, three touchdowns. So three of his five catches were touchdowns. Very impressive from the Charleston Southern standout wide receiver. To cap it off, Portland State running back, Joby Mallory, 23 carries, 241 yards, six touchdowns on the ground. 
I'm not even thinking twice. That's insane. That's that's insane. Give me that. Holy six, six. Yep. That's a that's an NCAA fourteen stat line. That's and you insane. mocked them. I did. I did. I'm going with Davius Richard. He had a great game. Was Joby Mallory the university president in disguise? That'd be is awesome. That, that, yeah, great. That would be funny. Um, right. I had, you you were too locked in. You missed it. I I I had to stop myself. I completely zoned out and I started I started doing this with <laughs> with Flem for a couple of minutes. And, and then I realized I, I realized how childish and stupid I looked. At Jody Leon at Sanderson Radio. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll be back. Yeah, there we go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.